Hey there, welcome to another episode. I was thinking today about how it's so easy to be offended by things because, I mean, we're all sensitive about something or about many somethings and there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. We certainly have a right to our feelings, but I do think at a certain point in life, we have to develop a thicker skin and that's not to say that we should allow people to abuse us or say things that are inappropriate or overall generally very offensive. I'm not saying that. But, you know, here's the thing. People have always had opinions that were contrary to ours or said things that would have offended us. But we didn't have social media back in the day. and We didn't have 24-hour news channels. So now we're hearing constant opinions, constant viewpoints, and momentary thoughts from people in our social media circles, those kinds of things. And so it's not like in a way things haven't really changed, but in one way they kind of have. Because of those platforms, it seems that everybody thinks it's okay to have an opinion about everything, no matter how offensive it is. So, but you know, the bottom line is people, people are not always going to agree with you. There are always going to be differing viewpoints. And sometimes those viewpoints, if they don't come with an explanation or without understanding where that viewpoint comes from, we can take offense so easily and even become angry. And so I I don't know, just thinking that maybe if we had a little discussion about this, it might help. So I think this really became for me something that I became exceptionally aware of was my daughter's addiction and realizing how many people had opinions about certain things or viewpoints and it would be so easy to be offended by those. But I figured out that a lot of times it was just they didn't understand. They did not have a perspective. And if if I'm being fair and open and just thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense because I used to be like them. When people would have children who went astray or I'd, you'd read something horrific in the news or whatever, honestly, the first thing I would think is, I wonder what their parents are like. And I have to fight that urge to do that now. There was a recent tragedy of those students killed in Idaho. Tell me you aren't a little curious about his family. We're, we're all looking for a reason why. We're looking to understand. And so we want to maybe make some sense of, of something and find a reason. And so when I would see these things happening or even hearing about somebody that knew somebody's kid that was a, in addiction or went to prison or whatever, I would have a judgment. I would think, okay, listen, if you raise your kids right, they're going to be good. If not, then it's your fault. You're just a bad parent. Yeah, I used to think that. That's called standing up on your soapbox and falling off hard when it happens to you. So, but because I had that experience, because I've been there, I've really tried to take that with me, certainly in this world of addiction and um, doing illegal things and all that. Now, that's not to say that I'm excusing behavior because I am not. And I never excused it with my own daughter. She did something illegal. I thought she needed to go to jail. And so that you know, that, that is not where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a place of understanding that other people haven't been where you are. And this doesn't have to just do with addiction. 
whatever you've traveled through, whatever trauma you've experienced, other people haven't. And so it's not like we should just excuse people for insensitive comments, but you know, in some ways we have to understand it. But before I get into that, let me suggest this. First of all, you need to accept that some people are mean or rude or just looking to get a rise. Some people are trying to be seen or heard, right? Some are even trying to be famous with some kind of a shock value. My gosh, we see that all the time. I can't help but think of Howard Stern, and he was even before social media. Can't believe he's still going on, honestly, because you want to talk about someone who's been offensive to women beyond the beyond. I I wouldn't know what he's like now. I haven't even listened. I I listened to one small snippet, I think, many, many years ago to see what all the hullabaloo, hullabaloo, is that even a word hullabaloo was about? (laughs) But I mean, so here's the bottom line. I consider him, for instance, a very offensive person. So I don't listen to him, right? I mean, I haven't thought about him and I don't know how long. So I don't, you know, you have a choice who you listen to. We have a choice to not sit around being offended by everybody. You can scroll past a post on social media. Did you know you could do that? Yeah, it's legal. You can do it. It's possible. (laughs) We don't have to stop and read and listen and get you know, all of this inside of us and get ourselves all upset by a viewpoint, especially when you have to understand, like I said, some people are just mean or rude, looking to get a rise, but I think a lot of people just don't understand. So, I mean, really, then, then you start to think about, okay, what about people in our own family? Okay, sure. I can scroll past social media. I cannot listen to an offensive shock jock. But what about people, my own family or my friends? Same thing though. You have to try to understand that they probably don't understand. And for whatever you've been through, if they haven't been through it to the degree you have or in the same way that you have or at all, you wouldn't want them to fully understand, would you? I mean, that's what I kept thinking when I was going through my nightmare with my daughter's addiction and her being shot and then her murder and all this. I kept thinking, man, I don't want anyone to have to understand how this feels. Unfortunately, a lot of people do, but I wouldn't want these people in my family to understand because then they would have to go through what I am. No, I wouldn't want that. And then again, think about what you were like before. Like I said earlier about me up on my soapbox. Can you imagine a time when you didn't understand that if you had been them and they had been you, you may have had some viewpoints or said some things or thought things were a certain way. So that is one thing. Now, we I also think that we can help people understand. And I think in these situations, we should help people understand. But we have to be careful about how we're trying to help them understand. And I think this is a big problem that's going on right now with people being canceled and people trying to force opinions down people's throats and you know, if you don't care about this, you're that, you know, they label you this or that. If you don't have this strong viewpoint about a certain thing, or if you don't stand up and say something, that's trying to force people into your point. And I think most people are going to push back when you try to force them. When you try to force someone to understand, you try to force them to feel by making them feel guilty, by forcing your viewpoint down their throat most people are going to push back. I think it's far, far better that we do some different things. And 
as I was getting ready to prepare for this podcast today, this, uh, this topic, I thought, you know, I wrote a blog post and you can actually find it on my website at ValerieSavera.com. I wrote a blog post and it was called parents, parents of addicts shaming. And then I have five tips more powerful than lashing out. And I thought, what, a, what better way than that to just explain what you can do. So instead of, you know, you can have those feelings, but how about having feelings without being offended by things, offended sometimes by everything, certainly as it relates to this one sensitive topic for you. So let's talk about five things that can really help you on this. The first thing is to realize that it's not personal. Now, if you're going back to your own family, it can certainly feel pretty personal, can't it? You can think about, oh, well, that's not personal from Joe Schmo on social media or in the news. But when it's your sister, eh, feels pretty personal, doesn't it? But what I mean by don't take it so personal is probably a better way to say it. And it goes back to what I've been saying, because they don't understand. So we probably need to help them understand. It, it really, that is the reason for the most part. We're removing out of this equation. People are just rude and mean and looking to become famous from some shock value. We're taking those out of the equation, okay? I'm talking about people like you and me. So just try not to take it too personally because they don't understand because they haven't been there. Breathe, okay? This is a great... I remember sometimes when I'd be going through something, people were like, breathe. I thought, ah, I don't want to breathe. Knock it off. I want to slap you upside the head. I don't want to breathe. But it's really good advice. Don't lash out. Take a deep breath and think about it. So no matter how right we think we are, when we lay into someone, the reaction will be defensiveness. So remember, we're talking about trying to get people to understand. I mean, if we jump down their throat, it's probably not going to have the result we're looking for. Name calling, attacking back, right? That rarely results in understanding. We're seeing that all the time right now. And it's hard not to, trust me, I'm quick, okay? I mean, it's really sad to say, but if, if I needed to, I could lay someone out in three seconds and they wouldn't even know what happened because I have that really quick way about me and, and my brain where operates fast. But I mean, is that anything to be proud of? Of course not. It's something I have to really try to harness. So we should take a step back and resist the temptation to set someone straight. Now, the third point is that it's all about helping them to understand, right? So the best way to combat these comments that hurt is to be respectfully informative. We need to help others to understand the road we've traveled and how it feels to be in our shoes. So my youngest brother he was very vocal in his viewpoint that I should hunt Jamie down. I mean, he wanted me to force her into rehab and do all this stuff because he hadn't traveled that road. And he thought, oh, I, you just need to be doing this and that. And, and I never got upset with him. I, I literally, you know, if it wasn't such a serious topic, I would almost chuckle about it because it's kind of funny. He's the same brother who didn't have any children at the time. And he would give me advice about my parenting and, and not in a rude way or anything like that. Nothing too serious. But I remember for, in particular, he said, you know, oh, Val, you know, the, the elastic on Jamie's wrist or arm is a little too tight. 
you know, you need to have loosen that. And I go over and look and my gosh, she's got like a, a gouge, a ring around her little, her little arm. He was right about it. But he's just that kind of a guy who's, he's, he's smart. Darn it. He's right about these things. But I didn't get upset with him because I knew that he just did not understand. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, I just respectfully explained that I had no control over my 20 something daughter. Brad, I'm trying, dude. I mean, this is serious stuff. You don't understand. But I didn't get upset with him. So a few short years later, his stepdaughter winds up. I mean, it all comes to to a head that she's been in addiction and all of this, these dangerous situations. And, and now he's living it. Now he's living it. And so he, he understood. He understood that back then he didn't understand. And I'm sorry that he had to understand. And thankfully, my niece is doing so well. And I'm so proud of her and um, all of that. So, but, you know, the point was he didn't understand at the time. So here's another really important point. Don't let their opinion turn into your shame or guilt. Okay. Can I say that again? Don't let their opinions turn into your shame or guilt. So again, you can literally kind of be like Teflon. You can be like, yeah, they don't understand. Uh, or even if it's the rude or mean person, you can refuse to allow it to come inside of you. Especially if you're in addiction, you're already carrying around a lot of shame and guilt. If you're the parent of an addict, for sure. And whatever it is you're going through, don't allow what they think to make you feel badly, make you feel guilty, make you feel ashamed. Because the truth is we get to decide how we feel. We really do. Okay, sure. Things can be stirred up inside of you. Someone can say something. Ouch, that hurts. We feel. Right? We feel. Feelings come. But we get to decide where it goes from that moment when those feelings come. The bottom line is, my friend, is you're never going to convince everyone to agree with you. Maybe not even most people. And you don't need to. You don't need to. That just takes you off track. Stand up and stand on top of your story, no matter what other people think. No matter how much society, you know, directs judgment at you. If it has something to do with addiction or other types of traumas, people that just don't understand, you get to reject the shame and the guilt. You get to. It is your right. And I, I think my last point is don't judge back now because it's contagious. So what I mean is, you know, first of all, judging them right back as being, oh, well, you're just, you know, ignorant or rude or whatever. Now you're just kind of judging them right back instead of trying to realize and understand they don't understand and help them to get it. The other thing is, is it really gives you a perspective if you'll listen to all of this, which says, you know, I've been judging so-and-so about this, nothing to do with your issue. Oh, and now that I think about it, it's because I really don't understand or because you're afraid or you know what I mean? So we have to be careful. We're not doing the same thing to other people about another issue. You know what I'm saying? So that is really almost a benefit of having been on the receiving end of harsh judgment or critical comments because it allows you an opportunity to go, whoa, that doesn't feel good. I don't like that. 
maybe I should try to understand where they're coming from too. You know, this other issue, because, wow, I've been there. I know how it feels for people to judge, people who don't understand. So, because we often get caught up in our, in our self-pity, and we don't see that we've become what we despise. We're doing the exact same thing over here to somebody else. You know, we jump on board that judgment train with others. So I know that whatever you've been through is tough. But everything can be used for good and there is opportunity in everything. Don't skip school on this. There's an opportunity for you to, to take this, rise above it, gain a new perspective. And then start looking at other people's situations differently. Maybe ask them, you know, I don't get it. This makes me feel like this, but it's probably because I don't understand. Help me to understand. What if we started doing things like that instead of judging right back? Because it is contagious, right? You know how it goes. Somebody says something and another person jumps on board and pretty soon the whole mob mentality is happening. So what is so cool is that you can use your experience, like I said, to rise above and become more open-minded and accepting even if you disagree. Now, that's not to say that you throw your morals or your values out the window. But there are certain situations and circumstances that you're never going to truly understand and a lot of them you hope you never have to. That you could just say, okay, I don't fully understand, but I get how you could feel that way. And I'm just going to stay quiet on this. I'm not going to judge that situation because I don't know. So judgment's contagious. So, but so is understanding. Understanding is contagious too. So you could be part of the solution rather than the part of the problem. We can have feelings. The whole point of this discussion today is that we can have feelings. It's not just that we can, we do have feelings. We have a right to feel a certain way. And certainly we have a right to feel the way that we do in light of the, what we've walked through. And some of these people who are saying these things and making these judgments and these comments probably would feel the same way, would have the same perspectives, but they haven't been where you are. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I gave you five points, but I also want to say it, we really do need to, to build a thicker skin. And I feel like it's the opposite right now. Everybody's so thin skinned. We're offended over everything. It's as if we're going to have to create a new language because every word is offensive now. And it's kind of, it's not even reached the level of insanity. We've, we've moved past insanity. And we don't have to be a part of that. You know, we're warriors in hope. We're, we're different. We stand out. We're leaders. We're out to build a legacy of hope. And that's how we do it. We rise above, we learn, we grow, we change, and we go out and make the world a better place. That's what I'm trying to do every day. It's what I want for you. Never forget that your story matters. So right now today, decide that you're going to live it courageously. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope, and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, 
go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.